Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, we will continue the recap of week 17 through 19, which is really a February recap. We'll cover some coaching news, LaMelo and Lonzo Ball out for the season now. We'll talk Dame Lillard. We'll talk about Hall of Fame finalists and also your players, coaches, and rookies for the month of February. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we're coming back with the recap, if you will, of week 17 through 19, but I'd rather say uh, February recap, to be honest. So we covered so far LeBron, LeBron breaking Kareem's record. We covered the trade deadline stuff. We dealt with that. We dealt with the All-Star weekend as well. And... Actually, I'm sorry, it's five items that got left. So, uh, so five more bits of news we'll cover. So, uh, and then we'll call it an episode. And then I'll announce on the back end what will be taking place going forth. So, anyhow, so let's get into it, shall we? Okay, so... So, a few coaches are firing and two extensions. So, Nate McMillan out as the Atlanta Hawks coach. He's fired after 59 games in which the team was 29 and 30, eighth in the East. So, uh, and remember guys... There was some infighting between Nate McMillan and their star player, Trey Young. And I'm sure that didn't help matters. And I think Trey's absence from the All-Star team, I think that spoke volumes, guys, because the coaches, they're, they're, they're like a unit there. They're, they're very much aligned. And when you see a guy mistreating their coach, uh, that they're, they're they're gonna line up behind behind that coach. So I think Trey Young's not being on that All Star team for for Team Giannis really spoke volumes. So so with that said, yeah. Nick McMillan is out. Nick McMillan, you know, remember he two years ago, the man got his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, two years ago, he uh, they played in that um, that tough series that they had, um, and you know, is is it's just crazy how they. Fortunes can change in an instance. So, uh, Nate McMillan, out, again, out. They, they end up hiring Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder, who left the Jazz just about a year ago. Um, after last last season, in fact. He leaves the Jazz. Uh, 
he gets involved with the NBA in regards to their their efforts and overseas, you know, their overseas initiatives. So he gets involved in that regard. But, you know, still close to the game. So Quinn Snyder gets his chance here with a Hawks team that isn't horrible, that's for sure. They have an outstanding backcourt and Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. So you got those guys there. You got a John Collins. You just got to coach him up. Uh, you got a young D, DeAndre Hunter there, uh, promising young player. Then you got your center there as well, Capella. So, and very good bench as well. So, you know, they're not that far off, guys. Uh, they, they're right among the playing teams right now. Can they climb higher than that? Maybe get a six spot? I don't know. I don't know. Um, unless the Brooklyn Nets continue to kind of falter now that they have no Kyrie and KD. We'll see how their progress goes. But uh, they certainly can climb up there if uh, Snyder's able to, you know, whip this team into shape. Sure. So. We'll see what happens there. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, Jock Vaughn, he gets he gets a contract extension. So Jock Vaughn is going to be given some grace here uh, at, with the aftermath of Kyrie and KD being dealt. So he'll get a chance to mold this squad into his image, so to speak. you still got guys like the guys he brought in, Mikael Bridges, a fine player, um, two-way player. Uh, Cam Johnson, Cameron Johnson, he can light it up, that's for sure. And then you got guys that are here. Cam Thomas, a young promising guard there. You still have in the fold. Uh, Nick Claxton, a young big who's looking pretty good. You also have, you still have your long-distance shooters like a Seth Curry, uh, Joe Harris, you still got them. Uh, Patty Mills, so uh, you still got those type of guys there. Ben Simmons, I don't know what is going on here, man. Uh, ben Simmons, I mean, I don't think they play him the rest of the year. I don't think they play him the rest of the year. I think they just say, we'll take a knee, we'll do it with these young guys and see what happens here. But... Uh, yeah, I think he's done for this year. And quite frankly, I think, I don't know if I could say, it, has he played his last game as a Brooklyn Net? It'll be hard to get rid of him. That contract's like an albatross, guys. It is, it's a big contract. And for a guy who's fallen off the NBA map, and I was just talking to a buddy of mine, D. Uh, we were talking, and I was trying to recall a player who has fallen off at such a young age where his game totally disintegrated before your eyes. And, and you know, I've been watching NBA 40 years, and I'm, I struggle to find, find that player. 
Um, it is incredible what has happened to him. Uh, you know, you feel bad for him, but I think all his problems is from the neck up. I, I do. I, I think physically, you know, th- you know, he has the knee issue, the back, and all this. But that, that's, that's stuff that, you know, with the right trainer in your life and, you know, the right people around you to, you know, get you back to, you know, playing condition, I think that's fixable. It, it's what's, what's in the head that needs fixing. So, anyhow, um, so the Brooklyn Nets reward Jock Vaughn and give him a contract extension. So, kudos to him for that. And then you got Joe Mazzula, who's given a contract extension with the Boston Celtics, thus making M.A. Aduka a free agent as far as coaching goes. So, uh, Mazzula definitely came in there, didn't have to change much. He just uh, continued to let these guys do what they do. So, and he gets rewarded as such. So, the pressure's on him in the playoffs, though. Though guys, uh, not gonna sugarcoat that. You you got to the NBA Finals last season, so you you pretty much have to have a encore, if not uh, maybe a a crushing Eastern Conference Finals to rectify this. You know, um, doing this. So we'll see what happens. But uh, Joe Mazzulla rightfully rewarded for what he's done thus far so and it'll be interesting to see in the offseason who reaches out to a Neme Oduka in that regard so and there'll be teams calling trust me so all right so that is um the fourth news item let's get to the fifth uh uh we'll, we're out of balls for the seasons guys uh Lonzo Ball has been ruled out with a with that knee injury. He hasn't played this season thus far, but the Bulls have pretty much said um, we're taking a knee on this one, no, uh, no pun intended, and Lonzo Ball will not play this season. So he'll be given this season and in the offseason to get, get himself right, get himself ready for the 2003-2004 season. So... And then there's his brother, uh, LaMelo Ball, who's been battling knee injuries all season long, suffered yet another one. So the Charlotte Hornets said, you know what, let's sit him down as well. So so you got both Lonzo and LaMelo Ball out for the season, guys. So um, Charlotte really kind of on the outside looking in as far as playoff aspiration goes. So, uh, yeah, so the Hornets do the right thing and uh, let him just sit it out and see what you got here and the rest of the guys there. Um, In regards to the Bulls, right now you have uh, Oyo Adusamo. You got newly brought in. Chicago native Patrick Beverly now manning the point guard position. So you'll see what happens there with those two guys. And then as far as Charlotte goes, 
You got a Dennis Smith Jr. that you can plug and play there now. Also, Terry Rozier, he can also handle the ball as well. Uh, if you get desperate, a Kelly uh, Oubre, he can also handle the ball as well. So, uh, so you're pretty much good to go in that regard. But uh, both ball players out for the season. And then you have Steph Curry. He's close to a return. Uh, in fact, during their upcoming road trip, he's supposed to join them at some point in that regard. And KD, he's soon to be back. In fact, um, as of this recording, he is officially back. So uh, KD adding to what the Phoenix Sun, Suns already have and ready to make that playoff push with those with those Phoenix Suns there. So that's your fifth news item. Uh, the sixth one. Dame Lillard goes for 71 points. He does that in a win over the Houston Rockets. Uh, he does that on February 27th. So Dame Lillard. Uh, Who's, you know, he's having a fine season by his regards. The team, you know, still kind of teetering amongst the, uh, somewhere near the play-in and all that sort of stuff. So, um, Dame Lillard, you know, a lot of people attack him um, in regards to his loyalty to the city of Portland. Uh, I, I'm sure I've talked about it before. But if a guy's comfortable where he is, how can how can you knock him? He is comfortable where he is. It's not a fact of he doesn't he doesn't care about winning or not. I'm sure he cares about winning. But he's in a place he doesn't have to uproot. He's been here all his career. Um, you know, if he was unhappy, he would say so. He's not. Uh, and they've paid him handsomely, handsomely paid him, and even more so with the contract extension he received. And he's good to go. So to hear these pundits and all these guys, oh, the Portland organization need to do right by Dame Lillard and send him to a winner. Is that where he wants to go? Is that what he wants to do? I think with all is said and done, he'll be uh, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I I think I th I think that hell they get you named the guy a uh, a top seventy five player of all time. Of course, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, ring or not. So uh, I, I just think he gets a bum rap and. You know, is these people clamoring, oh, he needs to go to a bigger market, too. The man is comfortable in Portland. He's comfortable where he is. He's beloved there. And that's the way it goes. So, um, just me sounding off once again. <laughs> but, you know, Dame Lillard's good. So, um, if he's good, uh, what, what, can, what can any of us say? But I think his 71-point performance speaks to another issue, though. Uh, let's break it down. Um, he scores the 71. 22 uh, of 
38 from the field. He made 13 threes in this game out of 22. He took 22 threes and made 13. And he was perfect from the line. So, And he did this 71 points in a regulation game. Whereas Donovan Mitchell, it took uh, overtime for him to get to the 71. And it begs the question, will somebody someday match Wilt Chamberlain's 100 points? I heard this idea of being kicked around on the Give and Go show on uh, NBA Satellite uh, channel on Sirius XM between uh, between Rich Kamla, Rick Kamla and my man Antonio Daniels. Uh, I like listening to those guys, but you know they kicked around the idea: will somebody matches match Wilts a hundred? I'd say the way the, this league is going now is I would have never said it before, but I think it's possible with the plurif uh, just the uh, abundance, if you will, of three point shooting that's going on. Uh, yeah, I, I think somebody someday will really cook and re- uh, at least get near that number. I, I really think that. So uh, it will have to be a guy without a secondary star. It will have to be a guy who's pretty much a solo act who's just such a dominant force on the team where it's possible. So, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, uh, one day, don't be surprised if you hear so-and-so player drop 100 points. Uh, I didn't used to think that. I didn't used to think that, but I think it's very possible. So um, so we'll see what happens in future. So, All right, so that is the sixth news item. Uh, let's go with the seventh bit of news. Hall of Fame finalists were announced. They were announced during the the All-Star weekend. So, here are your finalists. Uh, as far as the men's go, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, uh, Greg Popovich, Paul Gasol, and then you have three coaches. Uh, let, let me just deal with the players here. Dwayne Wade, no-brainer. He'll, he'll get in uh, multiple time. Uh, league champ. Uh, he uh, uh, Top shooting guard in the league for a long time during his playing days. Uh, he, he, got, he got his buddy LeBron to come over as well as Chris Bosh to Miami and they uh, pretty much dominated there. So Dwayne Wade, yeah, I I think it's a no-brainer uh, first ballot. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, absolute no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer. Stayed with Dallas his entire career. Uh, brought actually brought a championship to that to that um, city and. A league MVP as well. So, yeah. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, I think. Um, it, it'd be an absolute crime if he didn't make it on this on this uh, 
class of 2023 um, ballot here. And Tony Parker, uh, a guy definitely instrumental to the San Antonio Spurs uh, dynasty, uh, point guard, very efficient, very efficient point guard for that team, and uh, vital to what they did. So, Tony Parker, I have no issues with him being a first ballot Hall of Famer. None whatsoever. Greg Popovich, you, you got to put him in. You just have to uh, for what uh, Popovich has done there. You know, a lot of people say, oh, he ain't doing so well without a Tim Duncan there. But you can't take away what the man has done. So uh, Popovich definitely deserves to get in. Paul Gasol uh, of Spain and of NBA what he's done abroad and in the NBA definitely warrants him getting in as well. So um, it's going to be a tough ballot, guys. I think all five of those guys should get in easily. Uh, then you got college coaches like uh, Gene Keedy, longtime Purdue coach, um, very successful there. You got a Gene Bass. Who was actually the all-time winningest college coach in terms of total wins all time on any college level, and he coaches uh, community college actually Three Rivers, so he's on the ballot. And then uh, you have a Don Hickson that's on the ballot, two-time champion D League. Uh, coach that's on the ballot as well so um, so you have those for the men for the women uh, Jennifer Aziz uh, of Stanford fame fine player uh, one of one of the 12 among that ladies dream team of uh, 1996 uh, very good player Played in the WBL and then later in the WNBA. Uh, definitely deserving. Becky Hammond of Colorado State of the WNBA. Um, split half her career with the New York Liberty playing there. Then she moved on to the San Antonio Silver Stars. Fine player. Uh, great coach so far uh, in her own right. Uh, her first season in with the Lo Las Vegas Aces. Can't say nothing more about that. But this is in terms of her as a player. So uh, Becky Hammond definitely deserves a look to be in there. Uh, Gary Blair uh, for Texas A&M. He's on the ballot as well. He's won a national championship uh, definitely deserving. And Marion Washington, another coach, longtime coach of Kansas. Uh, she's on the ballot as well. So this is this is a pretty good ballot. <laughs> you got you gotta say that, guys. Still some guys on there you would like to saw get at least a look, but not this year. Uh, maybe next year when the uh, class is kind of weaker. Uh, guys like the uh, Marcus Johnson, who should have been in, in my estimation. 
Uh, Michael Cooper, maybe he gets back on the ballot again. He's another guy I think um, deserves some consideration. Uh, if they ever get the guts to put Kevin Johnson on a ballot, he deserves to get in. I, I can go on with others, but uh, yes, yeah, so... Um, but this is your finalist class, guys. All right. So that's the seventh bit of news. And then finally, we'll go through the players of the month for February, the coach of the month for February, and the rookies of the month for February. So let's start with the players. Uh, two players, of course, East and West. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, who's one in January. He wins in February as well, guys. His team goes 9-3. and three. He averaged in the month 22.6 points per game, 14.2 rebounds, 10.2 assists. Guys, he shot at 64.2% from the field and 50% from three. He had eight triple-doubles in, in that month, so eight out of 12 games he had a triple uh, triple double leaving him to match Wilt Chamberlain as the the only two centers ever to have as many triple doubles in a month in NBA history so Jokic making history guys and raging towards his third MVP award it seems so um and then you, then you have a guy like, I'll talk about it now, a um, guy like Kendrick Perkins uh, accusing Jokic of stat padding. Let me say this. Kendrick Perkins, who probably knows more basketball than I'll ever remember, who's been in locker rooms, and I heard this from Antonio Daniels, all players... <laughs> look, pay attention to their stats. They have to, because that's how you get paid. That's how you get paid. So, and then furthermore, in the games where the Joker has a triple double, they win the game. So, if I'm Mike Malone, the coach of Denver, I'm saying, man, get that triple double, because I know I'm gonna get a win when all is said and done. So. If you're winning and the man is getting triple doubles, how can you knock him? And the same thing with Russell Westbrook when he won the MVP award that year. The first time he averaged a triple double. They they were winning a majority of those games, guys. It, like 86% if I'm not mistaken. So if a guy's getting a triple double and it's equaling wins, why not he pad the stats? So uh, this whole notion here. Of these old heads poo-pooing guys for, I I I would leave that for uh, like uh, Joe Schmo uh, basketball fan to make that accusation for a person who's actually in the media to to make put that in the air. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. So um, so Jokic, continue doing your thing, man. Especially. The team has the best record in their conference. You're gonna you're gonna accuse the man of stat padding. Let's get serious here. So, so kudos to the Joker. Two months in a row, Player of the Month in the Western Conference. 
In the East, I can proudly say this name. Jalen Brunson of the New York Knicks. The team went 9-2 for the month. Um, Only second to the Milwaukee Bucks, who went undefeated for the month of February. Jalen Brunson has been a godsend. Oh, man. Oh, how the Knicks have desperately needed a point guard like this. The man has delivered in spades, guys. This is what he did for the month of February. Oh, by the way, he didn't make the All-Star team, so this just added more fuel on the, to the fire for him being worthy of that. 27.3 points per game, 6 assists, 4.3 rebounds. The man shot nearly 53% from the field for a guard. Very good. 42.6% from three. Jalen Bronson, man, what he's done for this Knicks squad. He has taken the burden off of Julius Randle so Julius can do what he do. He has made things easy for guys like, uh, like R.J. Barrett, for Mitch, Mitchell Robinson, for Quentin Grimes. You just brought in his former teammate from Villanova, so... Um, Josh Josh Hart, so he's really at ease now. So and he's he you know what it is? He's a guy who gets it. He gets what he's doing, where he's at. Just the other day he was in the press conference with a Patrick Kane jersey. The New York Rangers just uh traded for him. So being that, you know, he rooted for the Blackhawks when he was in Chicago. So, um, growing up, so he's a, he get, he gets New York. Not many guys come here, gets New York. He, he knows I can, you know, endure myself with this city even more. So coming into that press conference with this man's Jersey on and, you know, they've, they've actually talked now since, uh, Patrick Kane has come to town. He understands where he is. So. Um, and you know, the Knicks are moving in the right direction when it comes to playoffs. Uh, they're right now in that fifth spot. They're breathing down the necks of, uh, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and could be locked and loaded for a playoff series against them. It'd be nice if Knicks had the home field, but that's okay. Uh, and then let me say this to fake fan Stephen A. Smith. He's a fake fan. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. I can't hold it in any longer. He's a guy in. Oh gosh. On first take, Monica McNutt. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. She had to <laughs> educate him about what the Knicks are doing and the rex- direction they're going. And about this false notion of this Donovan Mitchell deal where, you know, he made it seem like, you know, we kept um, R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes. That was the only pieces that were going in that deal. No, Danny Ainge wanted more than that. So, and you would have depleted your bench and everything else to bring him here. And the Knicks didn't feel comfortable doing that. And look at the results they're having right now. If they have the depth they have today, 
they wouldn't have the record they have today. I I can openly admit that. So yeah, so and then JJ Reddick, he, he even had more fuel to the flame in terms of uh calling him out. But he needs to stop it. He needs to stop it. Either you're gonna be on board I I don't mean be a blind fan. Be be critical when it's time to be critical, of course. But recognize that there the culture is different. At least recognize that. And uh, I'll come back when Dolan sells the team. He ain't selling the team. Forget about it. He's not selling. So just embrace what they have right now. Leon Rose got the team going in the right direction. And, and let's call it a day. Let's call it a day, guys. So, um, so uh, Stephen A., either you're on board or you're not on board. Brooklyn will take you as much as you root for Brooklyn the past few years with Katie and Kyrie over there. So they'll take you. But if you're going to ride with the Knicks, ride with the Knicks. Max Kell is another guy. Now he's singing the praises of the Knicks trying to sneak his way back in. No, 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 no. Stay rooting for the Lakers or whatever you're doing, Max. We good. So, yeah. So all these people now and then. Everybody speaking plaudits about the Knicks now, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I love what I see what from this team, and again, I'm proud to say Jalen Brunson, Player of the Month for the Eastern Conference in February. So, woo, that was a rant there. Okay, let's continue on. Uh, Coach of the Month, you have. Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings. His team went eight and four for the month of February. His team was the highest scoring team in the league with 125.8 points. They were second in uh, field goal percentage with 51.6%. So Mike Brown can coach. The man can coach. He always could coach. It was just a matter of opportunity. So he's really got the Sacramento Kings playing well and uh, I tell you what guys they're young but they're, they're going to be a problem in the playoffs I, I don't think they're going to be a cakewalk for anybody so uh, Mike Brown got this team playing right De- uh, De'Aaron Fox DeMontis Sabonis all the pieces around them Keegan Murray he's starting to blossom as a, as a rookie so this this team they're gonna be a problem. They're gonna be a problem in the playoffs. I feel so. Uh, so kudos to Mike Brown, Coach of the Month for February in the West. In the East, I kind of alluded to it already. Mike Budenholzer of the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks went ten and zero for the month of February. Went undefeated for the month. And remember this: they did so with Giannis get injured twice and playing like a handful of minutes in each of those games. So, yeah, so uh, Mike Budenholzer really, really coaching up that Milwaukee team. And now they're breathing down. They're like neck and neck pretty much with the Boston Celtics. So, uh, Milwaukee Bucks getting right at the hot at the right time, guys. Getting hot at the right time. So, yeah, so Mike Budenholzer definitely doing his thing in that regard. So, so Mike Budenholzer, Coach of the Month in the Eastern Conference. Now, your Rookies of the Month, 
Walker Kessler of the Utah Jazz. He got his opportunity when Kelly Olnick uh, was banged up. So he's he's now in the starting lineup now. 10.6 points. But get this. 11.4 rebounds. 3.2 blocks. Which ranks second in the month of February. So uh, Walker Kessler getting it done, man. Um, rookie. Rookie sensation for Utah. Uh, just a matter of time uh, that he'll, you know, he's making a name for himself. So he's done that. So kudos to him for being rookie of the month in the Western Conference. And of course, in the East, Paulo Boncaro, who pretty much has the award pretty much wrapped up uh, for the Orlando Magic. 16.6 points, 7 Point five rebounds, three point three assists for him. So, so guys, that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it for this uh, recap, guys. I'm going take a bit of a hiatus. It's a short one. Uh, got some things to attend to, but I will be back in probably a few weeks. So, um, yeah, just got some things I got to deal with. So. But when, you know, when I come back, it's, <laughs> we're charging towards the playoffs, guys. We got about a month left, a month or so left of NBA regular season basketball. And then we got playoffs. So definitely exciting time of the year. Also, we got March Madness. That's happening. So we'll take a little glimpse over there and see what's happening in that regard. So uh, exciting times, guys. Exciting times in the world of basketball and then of course you know a few months down the pike you got the WNBA happening so and that looks to be an exciting season there so alright guys so I'm going to cut it off here again I thank you as always for listening please write a review write a review of all things basketball with GD.com you can leave one there on Apple you can leave a review on that platform also, my YouTube channel, All Things Basketball GD. You can go there and you can definitely like the video. Definitely like the video. And, of course, make your comments as well. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, we will talk in a few weeks. So, all right, so be safe out there. And, of course, stay listening. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.